and welcome to the Better Brothers Podcast for the Werewolf by Night television Halloween special. And I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us to the podcast where we talk about Jerry's man thing. <laughs> Terrible. Sorry. It's giant size man thing. <laughs> giant size. We've been talking about. If you've that joke is po- fantastic. If you've listened to this podcast for a long time, we've always talked about the first issue. <laughs> Not the first issue. It's just one special issue. Because used in the 70s, they came out with a giant size Captain America issue and the giant size Star Wars. And then they came out with giant size man thing. <laughs> Blew past everybody until about 1997 when somebody looked back and go, Hey, well, that's like the South Park movie, bigger, longer, and uncut. <laughs> like, I just got that. <laughs> it's fantastic. So yes, thank you for joining us. We're talking about the Halloween special from the Marvel Studios. I'm sure the spooky sound effects are going on around us right now. Boo, boo. Those are spooky fart effects. <laughs> Those are. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Werewolf by Night. Ow. By, by day. Werewolf. There, Wolf. <laughs> <Wolf's got a laughs> <There>, castle. <laughs> Is Wolf Magic? Nope, not going to do it. No, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but we're going to talk about the movie. It came out a little while ago, but it's this Halloween time, and yes, dang it, we're going to talk about but it. But before we get into that, I had a conversation with a, a friend. First off, talking about She-Hulk and getting a different opinion on that, which I thought was fantastic uh, from, a, a, from another person's perspective of like when some of the things we had small issues with. She took him and said, "Oh, that's fantastic!" You know, she actually reversed it, and her her, her mm-hmm. approach towards the wedding issue, wedding wedding episode, was like, did not think about that. Interesting. Yeah, it was. It was very interesting about about how it was a female Bad empowerment. CGI. How, no, I wasn't about oh. that. Don't do that. No. <laughs> but anyways, that particular okay. So that person, there's a movie came out in 1988. This works into the Halloween theme, so bear with me, people. Movie came out called Flesh Eaters. Or Flesh Eaters, The Revenge of the Living Dead. Or or The Living Zombies. There's like so many different names. Came out in 88. It's terrible. It's basically done by the guy who played the original first ghoul in Night of the Living Dead. The guy, you know, who gets the guy going, we're coming for you, Barbara. He's the one who mm-hmm. played the first ghoul. This guy made this movie in 1988. And our friend's in the movie. Joel, do you recognize that friend? If you do, don't say last names. We're just going to keep it this. That's, a, that's actually, somebody made a meme of that. But this is that friend at 18. Is it, really? Yes, really. Hit me with this today. I looked up online, looked at the movie. The movie is so bad. What? Who do you think it is? I don't I mean, I, I guess I, I don't a know. A friend who likes Marvel, mm-hmm. Christy. Now I have to show you again. It's a movie called Flesh Eater, so check it out. She plays a character called She-Ra. <laughs> Yes. Holy smokes. And her husband Steve's in there playing Steve the karate guy. And it's just it's <laughs> incredible. It helped ah, so it, I looked, I couldn't find it online anywhere except on YouTube. You could see like segments of it. Insane. That's fantastic. So yeah, that, yeah, that's she's the zombie there right before she gets killed and she falls forward. It's weird. It's it's, it's that's, insane. That's great. So, yeah. So Christy, I told you I'd tell him to him and his ah, face that's was wonderful. Fantastic. Good yes. job, Christy. <laughs> She's a movie star. But it was keeping us in the Halloween theme. Because that's what we're talking about, Halloween. This was a Halloween special for the 1970s-ish character Werewolf by Night, which was a point in Marvel's history when they decided to really go for the horror group, which is something that other than Blade in the film universe we haven't touched on yet. But it's a whole level, a whole different division of Marvel, which was great about Marvel. Marvel put out... Well, DC has this too. Yeah, but Marvel's putting out at this point... We're going to focus on Marvel. It's a Marvel podcast. Sure, sure. No, the, the, the superhero podcast and the and the magic 
part and the sorcery over here and the space over there and obviously some comedy over here and war comics over there. And then they decided to go for horror. Now, horror has always been around since the 50s easily, but this is when they went for the actual... More than the 50s. They go back to the 20s. But this is when they Marvel made a real attempt to and, and to bring in what was con, kind of considered like... I would say the universal monsters, or from that world, the standards, the werewolves, the Draculas, gosh, the vampires, Frankenstein's monsters, the mummies, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, all that kind of stuff, and try to bring that into, not its own separate universe, but part of the Marvel Universe, and so our characters would be interacting with them. There's a fantastic X-Men issue, I think it was like 160, where Dracula literally turns Storm into a vampire in continuity in the X-Men books, and it's fantastic because, again, these characters are in public domain other than the look of Frankenstein or the particular look of certain characters. Dracula and Frankenstein, you know, anybody can make them. I'm working on one as we speak. He is. <laughs> that was it. And so what that what that means is this was their, their attempt to bring this into the Marvel Universe, and it's maintained it to this day where they actually have their own Dracula. They've had different Frankenstein creatures. DC has a whole Frankenstein character that's like with guns and everything. It's really kind of cool. But Marvel's one of their main ones that came out here, other than Man-Thing, as we talked about, which we can get into more. And by the way, Man-Thing was created a few months before Swamp Thing, but Swamp Thing was the more famous one. Well, and you know, the people that created it, they were roommates at the time when they created it. I didn't know and that. But Marvel that makes sense. didn't pursue any legal action against, you know, DC for copyright. And that, that kind of stuff's all fascinating. Did you know Man-Thing was going to be in this? No. Okay. I, I saw a picture of it, so I was like, oh, wow. I may, maybe I saw something about it. But in the trailer, he was in there for half a second. But Werewolf by Night uh, is a character that kind of came out of this. And in, in the comic books, he comes back every couple years. Somebody, and I, for no other reason than to keep the copyright going. Mm-hmm. Marvel and DC, for that matter, are very aware of that because, as we talked about, the whole Captain Marvel name thing, when you don't put things in copyright and you don't keep them going, somebody comes and goes, Whoo! Now that's mine. Shazam, that, that, that whole... So, that's a so Werewolf idea. by Night, and it's such a weird Story. name. He's not called the Werewolf. He's not called the Wolfman, although he is very reminiscent of the look of the Wolfman, or in this show, even more like the Werewolf um, uh, the werewolf of, of London played in the uh, 1950s or 40s, whatever. There, there's a different version of he that. He also looked like the, the kid from Jumanji when he turned into a monkey. <laughs> of course you'd say that. Of course. He did. No, but this character... Yeah, which his name is Jack Russell, which mm-hmm. is silly. Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. Exactly. It's I always wondered like, yeah, in fact, I was well, waiting no, to see if they yeah. do that or not, or just nobody but goes past. They don't it. do that. All, they've done that numerous times in in comic books. <laughs> At least or, he's not well, like, like the Centurions. What's your name? Ace Flyer. Yeah. I'm Jake Rockwell. <laughs> Jake I'm the Rockwell. land guy. <laughs> I'm sea watery. You must be the water guy. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> no space. <You're> crazy. <laughs> it makes no sense. So yeah, but uh, and it, like I said, this character is his name is at this point. Werewolf by Night. I mean, his name could be worse. You could look at him and go, "Oh, that's Ted." <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to have that show called Ted because they never I, will they ever call him Man Thing. We'll see. But uh, this special had me from the get go. Uh, I was going to ask you your opinion, but I'm just obviously telling you, I love this so much that in the time we have now, where there's no time to watch TV because there's so many good shows, I have watched this twice and, with my <laughs> wife, and we loved it both times from the opening sequence. which is a takeoff of the 1970s and 80s CBS special presentations where they did one for Marvel in this in the music playing. And obviously Michael Giacchino did the music for this as well as the director, which we'll talk about. And that that got me pumped for this, and this episode never let down. What did you think of this episode? 
episode or a mini movie? Mini movie, yes. No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was different. It was fun. Uh, it was good. I, I, I think it was a lot of like really clever ideas strung together. Not necessarily. I, I think it could have been even better. Had the, maybe the story been fleshed out, it had a TV movie feel to it. Not not the aesthetic, because the aesthetic I like. I'm talking. It just had that. Oh, it's not a it's not a real movie feel. It's a TV movie feel. Like they could have tightened some things up. They could have made some of the characters a little bit more interesting. They had a lot of neat little tricks that they played through, but it didn't feel cohesive in that way. It didn't feel cohesive throughout the whole thing. It was good, not great. Interesting. And it could have been great. I, I think it what, was. I, mean, I think for 54 minutes or however long, I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought, what a great way to introduce not only him, not only Man-Thing, but also uh, Elsa Bloodstone, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about her character, and the whole mythos of that, and also just having enough to be in this universe, as we know Blade is coming, and here is this, and what else is going to be coming into this. I, well, Blade I, I, is already I, I, in the universe. We hear his voice. Yeah, yes, at the yes. End of the, the well, journal, we'll see. So. Things things could change. Yeah, right. Channing, Channing Tatum was all set to play Gambit when he was on the stage with everybody yeah. else. Like this is going to be great. Never happened, buddy. <laughs> or the whole dark universe, another monster thing that they took a picture of all of them. Look, there's Tom Cruise. There's oh, yeah. there's uh, Russell Crowe. There's Johnny Depp. Oh my god, no, none of those are going to get made. Yeah. They never got made. Yeah. <laughs> so again, no, no, but, but, but actually, Blades in the movie though you hear his voice, so they yeah. could say it's a different voice. Yeah, good guy, yeah, and then it's another guy. He goes, <clears throat> clear my throat. Yeah. I sound a little different. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I really enjoyed watching this. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a good time. I thought it, I thought it was unique. I hadn't seen anything like this before, and I the homage to everything. I just thought it was, really, I thought it was good. Okay. Like I said, in the comic books, this character was uh, created basically in February 1972 in a Marvel Spotlight issue number two uh, before having his own title called Werewolf by Night. Uh, and it was Jack Russell. The character has been around. In fact, there's another arc incarnation called Jake Gomez, which is in, in Werewolf by Night number one of oh, October I'm 2020. Glad his, I'm glad his name is not like Bob Chihuahua or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I have a feeling, again, I haven't read, actually, I haven't read the new one. I, I question sometimes, you know, like, they're looking like, hey, here, let's bring this character back. And, you know, we, we've done this with Ghost Rider where we say, hey, we can change the ethnicity of a brand new character to show more diversity. Sometimes that's fine. Sometimes, you know, as long as you don't get rid of the old one, uh, you know, and I, uh, well, that's a whole argument. That's a whole thing where I think Ironheart did it right. I'll be Iron Man for a little bit before I come up with my own name. Come up with your own name, Miles Morales. You're not Spider-Man. You're that other Spider-Man. I love it. I love having new characters. I just don't like them at the loss of the old characters. Uh, but again, I haven't seen the Jake Gomez one. And since not much is talked about it, I don't think most people have because I didn't sell really well. Mm-hmm. This character's never really sold really well. This Well, it's because he's, he's what we refer to as a, a lycanthrope. No one uses that phrase. Yeah. It's a In werewolf. the comics, they just <laughs> refer to him as you know, the werewolf. That's it. Nobody goes, here he is, the werewolf by night. What, as opposed to the werewolf by the day? He's only really effective one day a year. You know what? <laughs> one would, day a month. <laughs> I would be fascinated by, and I, maybe the comic book has done this, and I haven't read enough of this. Take somebody like him. He's a werewolf, done by, and if it's done by the moon, the lunar cycle, and because we're in the Marvel universe where there, anything can go, what happens if they take him and they put, put him, him on a spaceship? And he's away from the moon, or he sees well, that's the moon. The whole trick, right? That would be really in- interesting. You, you know? have to get around the fact that they only change during full moon. So it's like, well, the show did that. The show mm-hmm. figured the way out of that. 
with the blood, the blood. The bloodstone took care yeah. of that. It was like boom, you're the werewolf, and I thought that was fantastic. No, we I like that. I'm just saying, like that's one of the tricks with the werewolf situation is like eh, everything's fine for uh, unless you unless you make it so they can change it any time. Which you mean like uh, in the what we do in the shadows? Oh, yeah. Remember, we're werewolves, not scarewolves. Yeah. <laughs> that's werewolves. Swearwolves. That was it. Damn it, I screwed that up. Swearwolves, Jerry. <laughs> I'll check that out. Uh, so the character, so you had you weren't in love with this show. No, no, I liked it. You hated this I, so bad. I liked it. I just, you know, it was good. Yeah, it, it, it had me the same feeling. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that uh, Michael uh, Giacchino can't, you know, progress and become a, a more, a bigger director. I'm not saying that. But it had that feeling of like, I'll watch Starship Troopers. Now we're going to make Starship Troopers 2 and give the visual effects artist a chance to direct it. And oh, you watch really? It and you, yeah. You watch and you go. I did not feel that at you all. You watch and you go, oh, that's. That has it's not as it, it uh, a different director a seasoned director who had this it would be a different a totally different movie. Uh, and it would be I, I hear your opinion. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying, I'm saying like, that's I know just, I'm picking. I'm so far away. I know from I'm picking. That. I know I'm picking. Like I big, thought he was. I thought it was stunning. Imagine, to watch the imagine filming like of a it. Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino directing this kind of movie. Like you, it would be something you you walk away going wow. This just didn't feel like that. And uh, that's okay. Okay, it compare compare this episode. It felt rushed. It felt studio. It every felt... other Disney Plus episode. I don't see any other those shows other than maybe Loki that had any more style or less no, no, style but those than are, this. But those, this is a this is a mini movie. Is that a, a TV no, it's show? an episode. It, it, There's episodes of these other shows would, that are longer than episode. that. I mean, if we're, we're going to keep getting up, if we're going to keep getting more stuff here, I would expect them to all be on this level. And by the time we got to a se- uh, season finale, that season finale is going to have a ton of stuff. It's going to be even better. This felt. So you like think a- this wasn't on the directing par as Star Trek: The Dark World, which just stood out for its cinematography, or Star Wars? I'm sorry, Thor: The Dark World. Sorry, sorry. I'm not. You're picking Thor. That's one of the weaker ones. But, <laughs> but like, I mean, there's a lot no, of no, them. No, no, no. But I, I still think that's a. That is, you're working with an hour format. Does it? Is this a good pilot? Yeah, this is a really good pilot for something. I don't, but this is a standalone. I guess maybe you had a, a standalone you, you were standing, movie. You were looking for something a little more. Again, it wasn't yeah. a movie; it was a special. It's a special TV, it was sure. a TV special. Sure, but you have, and they have a lot of ground to cover because they have to introduce characters, make you like the characters, have some sort of theme going through it, and have you know rising action to the climax, oh. and they have a lot of work to do in an hour. I mean, there's very few, very few things you watch are an hour, and that's it. They don't connect to any other television. They don't very few things. So this is ambitious to try to do this, and that's and there's I another one coming job. out in less than a month. It's, it's the Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy Christmas but connect, special, but that is connected to a, a couple movies, you know. So that has more built into it. So what do you I think watch the episode it, you of quality you watch? Well, let's, oh. Let me ask you. For example, just apples to apples, kind of watching the first episode, which I'm guessing was 40, 48 minutes to fifty minutes, so close so time. So minutes wise, the same. The first episode of uh, a peacema- uh, uh, peacemaker. Mm-hmm. That first episode, directed by James Gunn. Did you look at that episode and go, "Look at that cinematic film version," and, and it's so much remember. better than? I don't remember. Do you remember Cause, cause any I, of the I episodes remember, standing I, yeah, out? Like no, that. I remember like, Peacemaker. I remember the whole show. I don't remember the episode necessarily. Okay, no. so that's not. I, you, you might be right. All I'm saying is, it, uh, hopefully, we get some follow up to this. Hopefully, it's not a. Oh yeah, done. Marvel's. I mean, this is getting such. Rave uh, sure. accolades that it, they're, they're, they they have the plans for this. This character or man thing is going to be showing up in other. And I, and I think that'll be it'll it'll only make this better. I'm just saying. When's the last time you saw something that's one hour and one and done? You never saw anything else about it. This gets the Marvel universe, but really, it doesn't have anything to do with anything other than. 
I'm sure there are things, that, like, and I can probably, I mean, I can't think of it right at this particular mm-hmm. moment, but yes. Like something you saw that was an hour long, has no connection to anything. Well, if this was on television, it's, it's hard. on a com- television, it would have been an hour and a half with commercials, which is, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, this was directed, we, we were talking about, by Michael Giacchino. Michael Giacchino is a primarily known for his music ability. He's won Oscars for, like, Up. He won Emmys for Lost, and... Uh, He's won Grammys for Ratatouille and other films. And he, this guy's done everything from Mission Impossible, Jurassic World, to uh, video games, to uh, obviously Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not only did he do the Marvel Cinematic opening introduction, the one that we sing along to and make my son drive bum, crazy. Yeah. Bum, 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 yeah. Bring, yeah, yes. Bum, bum, but he's bum, also bum. done the three Spider-Man movies and uh, both Doctor Strange films. So he's ventured into, and I've looked into this, he did do film work in school too it's kind of like Barry Sonfeld who was a cinematographer for the Coen brothers and you know did Raising Arizona and did Throw Mama from the Train and did all of these movies and then he went on to become a director and a huge director you he know, also did one of the Star Trek shorts one of the short treks Barry Sonfeld no uh, Michael Cicchino oh okay so uh, but yeah I thought he did great he obviously had great and he obviously did the music for this whole thing too if anything else I would like I would hate <laughs> here's the thing I would hate to see him not do music and just do this because I love his music so well. It's kind of like John Carpenter was the other one who was a guy who could do the music and do his directing. Fun fact about Michael Cicchino. He created the music for the updated 2005 version of Space Mountain at Disneyland. That is a fun fact. That's not a fun fact. A now fun you want to go there just to listen to the music. I've heard you probably, it. You can probably get it online. <laughs> Let's be honest. You don't it's probably upstairs. I'm no, probably, right yeah. <laughs> Space. So... This episode was released on October 7th, 2022. I keep saying episode, but it's it's a special. And 53 minutes long, introduced the character of Ulysses Bloodstone, who is dead, as well as his daughter, Elsa Bloodstone. Now, Ulysses Bloodstone has been around in the comics for years. I'm not sure if he's alive at this point or dead. I think he's dead. He's Monster Hunter and all of how that entails. And the character of Elsa Bloodstone, his daughter, she was only introduced, I believe, in the early 2000s. And she was part of a group called Next Wave, a, a book series. But she's basically a monster hunter with fun. She's, she's got a, Buffy a sh- the, shotgun. She's like but, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But more more into the action and less high school cheerleader and more that so and so this was the, what this show did. Like you said, it had to introduce a lot. It introduced the werewolf oh, yeah. who did you know he was going to be the werewolf the whole time? No, I didn't even think it didn't even cross my mind. I, when like, I was we need watch, to have a werewolf. when I was watching because I didn't know the actor and I still don't know. Even though he seems so familiar to me, I went oh, looked at his IMDb. Been in a ton of stuff. I mean, but nothing that I was no, like. You never really... saw E2 Mama E2 Mama Tambien. I know he was in that, but I'm thinking Gael Garcia Bernal. He's also in there with Diego Luna. That's where they kind of both really got their big. No, breaks. I get it. It's just Diego one of those Luna ones that I, Andor. I, I uh, so. no, I I just didn't. I'm not familiar with him, but I kept looking. I'm going, God, he seems so familiar, uh, and so I wasn't sure who he was. But I kind of, when I was watching, I was looking at introduction to the characters, and I'm like, I think he's the one, probably like five to ten minutes into in it. saw Zorro. He was in Zorro. Which Zorro? He was in Old. Oh, that's probably the last time you saw him. Old, uh, old the... Um, yes, he was He was the dad. Yes, there that's we how go. You Thank you. I, I had to tell my wife Thank that. Thank you. And that was the, that that's was an the okay last movie. time. We liked that. Oh, I liked Old. I thought Old was a fascinating... Uh, yeah, a little... It has a couple of you know, plots, but it it's a crazy movie. Uh did you know this that the he guy plays Zorro in twenty twenty one Zorro? What twenty twenty one Zorro is know. there? Is that a? I think it's an animated series. Yeah, it must be. Or a video game. No, that's a. And maybe he plays him in the comic book. <laughs> well, it, it, 
I don't know what this is. All right, well, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, it's Zoro Reborn. Z. Z is what it's called. I don't, I've never heard of it. Oh, all right. I'll tell your friends. So did you realize that the guy who played the giant burly guy with the axe, did you know who he was? Isn't he uh, like a... He's a creature, like a... Make, yes, a but you've seen him in something. If you remember, here we go, 1986, Star Trek, the Undiscovered... Uh, no, the Voyage Home, the Whales one. Remember the punk guy? Oh, on yeah, the he's thing? the punk guy. That's yes, right. and, and who then makes, showed up again in... Yeah, in Picard. So basically, they knew... Uh, Michael Giacchino and them knew him, so they, they had an opportunity, like, let's see if he can act. He did a great job. Oh, no, he did a great job, yeah. I liked all the minor characters and all. You know, some of them were throwaways, but the the different monster hunters were great. I oh, believe the that tall one. She's the, the, she's a model. Azriel, that's the name. She of had it. a great look. Great yeah, look. All great. of them did. All of them did. What what did you think of the uh, the stepmom? She's been in a million things. She's fun. She's great. Her eyes. What happened in that scene? So she gets. So the, I'm jumping up here, but the scene that was in the trailer, and I'm trying to figure out when she's like in front of the the cage. And the werewolf grabs and pulls her arm in. And then the camera is close on her eyes. And her eyes are just like mm-hmm. wide and livid like she's being ripped apart. And we're obviously seeing that those guys are zapping him. And then he Shoot busts out. Her. No, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it is. But like she looks like something terrible is happening to her. But there's no, nothing afterwards. Like we don't see like she's missing an arm or a finger or anything. You know, she's like, <gasps> and she's no, like, and she's and doing this terrifying. afterwards. It's, it's like I was waiting to like see like what was like she's gonna come back with a stump or yeah. something. Well, we talk about some of the actors. Laura Donnelly, uh, she plays uh, Elsa Bloodstone, and she was on the the underrated TV show Nevers, yes. which is a Joss Whedon show, which not no longer a Joss Whedon show. And I'm hoping they come up with another. The second season. season's been filmed, and they're just sitting on it. It was. I love that first season. That first season had some awesome moments. It guy was, but you know, under the water, like no, he fights in the it was, but, it's, but part of it's oh. also forgettable. Like I kept going, like, oh yeah, that show. It goes. Because oh, there's so well, many yeah, shows, 100%, yeah. and they're not promoting it, so it just goes. Oh yeah, I guess that was a show. She's 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 like the main actress, in and that. she's the she's one great. everybody looked at this and said, "Oh look, Jessica Jones is in it." All right, yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody knew, deal. looked at this and said, "Oh, I thought that was Jessica Jones because the actress looks very similar." Yeah, I can one hundred percent see people saying that for sure. I love. Let's talk about her. So her before we dump other people, like so she comes in. Uh, there's a lot of great moments, like when she drags the chair across the floor when oh, the woman's talking. You know what? That's just a great comedy bit this yeah. did have some laugh out loud moments for me that's such a funny bit that, that always reminds it's just me undercuts of, it reminds me of men in black yeah. when he pulls that table over <laughs> yeah so. it's that's perfect yeah and also i love that the end of this because in the comics she has access to this fortune she is the bloodstone mm-hmm. so i like that the the, the the little guy is there like what can i do for you mistress it's like exactly mm-hmm. she's the new one she's the one in charge i love that it's she gets the part of the episode where she's the underdog and at the end of the episode she's the one in power and but you know and she's got this pop pop you know this relationship and everything i thought it was good did you like the color and the black and white i did and then when the red would show up and the bloodstone was fantastic it was great and i just i, I enjoyed the the somewhere over the rainbow oh debbie loved that she's like this is perfect and yeah like it's that. very because it's the color coming into the afterwards see, so that's that's from wizard of oz obviously what have you ever seen the how they did the shot where they it's it's in black and white yes. in the color and it's actually they just painted everything black and white? It's brilliant. It's, I love I love stuff like that and that's what this felt like. This felt like a lot of cinematic tricks, like practical effects with the the face talk the the um, the dead the, the uh, animatronic the animatronic thing yeah. talking the uh, in, in like the makeup stuff and it felt like a lot of practical effects and I like that. What about just speaking of that? So obviously this thing is shot on. Digital 2K yep. camera, yep. beauty, and they went all this stuff. And they went black and white. <laughs> well, the, the black and white's fine, but then they would put the cigarette burns in the corners yeah. 
and you know they didn't do much of the grain, but and they put them know, in there. I feel like everyone only knows about the cigarette burns from Fight Club. Maybe, but <laughs> it's cigarette you know, burns are for those who don't know. It's when they have these little things. That you pop think there are people the who are, are who don't watch Fight Club and also listen to our podcast? Yeah, I true. mean, come on. It's the burns up in the corner that show when to change the film reels in the theater. Also, Joel is the one who just told you not even a minute ago that Somewhere Over the Rainbow was from The Wizard of Oz. He is just filled with information that people don't have. So thank you, Joel. Wizard of Oz, you say. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to speak for the younger audience. The younger audience. 14, 15-year-olds who love the Better Brothers They see, Yeah, exactly. No, they've, they've seen all this on YouTube in five-minute chunks. Oh, yeah. I have YouTube, Jerry. They're using TikTok. God. Uh, no, um, the, the, I thought it was fine. I, you know, it was kind of an interesting choice of having some of the on-screen cigarette burns and stuff like that, but also being a beautiful digital print versus uh, well, so making it grainy. Sh- there's a version of this in color because they didn't know if doing it in black and white. Like, well, they the did thing it. was all shot in color. Well, yeah, no, so I'm saying there's a, ver- there's a version. Clearly. There's a version of it with in color that they thought they might release. Instead of doing the black, but the black and white helps because it makes the blood oh, that's look like big. blood, and you that's and you huge. drop the rating on it. That's obviously we know from Kill Bill, which Joel now explained was a film from Quentin Tarantino. But it was uh, <laughs> who is this Quanton? Yeah, you did it earlier, Quentin. Uh, you know, ter- 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 Toronto. Uh, yes, you did Toronto, which is also a dinosaur in a movie that really? Michael Giacchino did the music to. No. Um, <laughs> Look out, it's the giant Toronto. Now I'm thinking of the Don't step on my toe. Now I'm thinking of the last Rick and Morty where they sing a song and those are all names of dinosaurs. <laughs> it was the song in the background. It was so stupid. <laughs> Sorry. So the, the 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 color, yeah, like you said, if to release it in color on Disney Plus would be counterintuitive to their rating system in a way, because blood goes from red to chocolate syrup chocolate syrup's nice and innocent you know yeah. what, what do you think was the roughest visual effect like the most bloody real estate i'm not other than the man thing burning people with his hand with his touch which was by the way in the comic books the man thing burns people who have fear if you have fear you, sh- you should fear the touch of the man thing because he will burn like you to the ground by the ghost rider's bla- uh, chain it's the same kind of effect yes but so that i mean that that so what do you think was the visually like Ooh, where remember. you went you went there was two there was two points where i went oh it was the first time when the big guy gets the blade right across the throat and mm-hmm. in the blood i'm like oh i mean the guy lost the hand earlier but that was no big deal i thought that was rough but was also when the tall in white model when she takes the axe to the head and then they kind of lie to the side Mm -hmm. i went i'm like not disturbed by it but i was like as i'm watching on disney plus i went oh okay here we go so the uh the the guy who played uh jovan jovan hovan the guy who was the punk in yes uh kirk thatcher star trek he also played a uh, punk on the street in Spider-Man: Homecoming too. Yes, so he did. That's been, right. He's already he been did. in the MCU. Yeah. You also they said don't go by. Uh, I read about this. Like some of the names, like uh, the one character is named Azarel, and they go, "Oh, there's an Azarel in the comics." Like, eh. Azrael. A z a r e l. Az er l. Azarel, not Azrael. So that Azrael would have an R in a different Azrael? spot. No, Azarel. 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 Azrael. That's not Azrael. Azrael. Now, see, you're wrong. You're trying to make it down. No. Not gonna uh, Zeral. <laughs> you are so Zeral. <laughs> hey, man, uh, they, didn't, they didn't actually say her name in the movie, so I can do, say whatever I want. Yes. They showed a bunch of also monster heads that exist in the monster. And, yeah, those are great. They reminded me of, fun fact, 
fun fact for those out there listening, we uh, a lot years ago at the Museum of Science and Industry, I think, or it might be the Field Museum in Chicago, they did a Dr. Seuss exhibit. And one of the things that Dr. Seuss used to do was do taxidermy to create his crazy creatures. And they had some of the heads there that they they're on walls, and it's like Dr. Seuss characters. Uh, and it kind of reminded me of that, like these when you see like a deer head or something like that, that's fine and all that. But when you see crazy creatures heads on things, I think that there's some cartoonishness there that I really enjoy. And that's what I felt when I watched this. It reminded me of the Dr. Seuss taxidermy. So now go out there and research. It's fascinating. I will cut their heads off with a blade. Mm. I will cut their heads off. And, and then get laid. I don't know. Get laid. <laughs> uh, some of the uh, some of the Easter eggs I'll point out that we uh, that's been called out online was during the sequence when he's walking in and there's graphics on the wall for that tunnel. We do see a comic accurate Gore the God Butcher on the wall, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is interesting since he doesn't look like that in the actual movie. Also, we see a picture of Ulysses Bloodstone. Looks like he's appearing to be dueling Sasquatch. Sasquatch is a character from Alpha Flight, a team member there. I. Kind of can see that, but also maybe not. The let's see what else was things that stood out to you. Oh, here's something. So people have said this, and I don't know if this is true or not. The guards that are zapping him with the you know, basically with the with the magic stunning sticks that have in the movie. People are saying that that is a few officers from the Time Variance Authority. No stretch, stretch. Why would the why? 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 Because it looks similar. Get out of here. No. Well, it's suggesting that perhaps Werewolf by Night takes place in another reality. No. I'm just I'm reading that and I'm looking at the outfits, and I guess I don't see them next to. Let me just let me just type in. Let's do it here. Not buying it. It's it's 100 not true. There's no way those are TVA TVA. uh, employees in this. There's no way. 100 no way. I want to see if it's official by anybody. It's then you have you have a lot to explain. Like, why were the TVA helping these so people? So here's an article Stop three days ago. Stop asking Michael Cicchino if the TVA are in Werewolf by Night. Good. So he gave a definitive answer. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely not. Um, so I'm going to find his definitive answer here. Uh, his definitive answer was, Cicchino uh, had his back and he groaned, no. And yeah, he yelled no. So it wasn't. So yeah, you're wrong. Thank you. I got my answer on... Right. So Jack Russell, I, I really enjoyed his face painting, the the Day of the Dead, the skull the skull on his face. I like kind of wanted more of that. I wish there was more of that for a reason other than just it looked cool. But that's fine. I'm okay with it. It looked cool. It did look cool. They succeeded. So Man-Thing is referred to as Ted because his name is Dr. Theodore Solace in the comics. He does have some connections with Werewolf by Night, but not as much as, as they did in here. I thought his characterization, which was CG and... Uh, some practical. I thought it was really, really well done. In- well, fun terrifying. fact: the actor who plays him, uh, Carrie Jones, played uh, uh, Black Chrysanthemum in mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett. Nice. So, there nice. you go. The I read, a, I watched a review. They did make a Man Thing movie back in the mid two thousands, and it was within the continuity, or not the continuity, but it was a Marvel movie. It was actually made all in Australia, or whatever. It's absolutely awful, but it's gotten a little bit more, you know, because of this, it's getting more attention right now. And the response is, don't watch it. Sounds sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, wow, there was not. That's wow. Vampires. Yeah, we know that. Uh, uh, I think that's all the the Easter eggs that I've been able to find, and you know that are even correct if they are correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there is apparently when, Loki when, was in this. When no. Man things <laughs> chasing uh, Elsa. It's kind of look at the Hulk. Yes, in Avengers, Hulk with the black with the, uh, chasing after uh, Scarlet Witch. 
No, uh, Black Widow. So the second viewing helped me explain that because I was like, why doesn't he just jump over the wall or the or anything like that? And he actually uh, she explains to him that that wall over there already has a crack in it, so that will then help you get out and everything. Which, by the way. How the funny grenade. was the sequence when he's trying to stick it to the wall and it's yeah. not? And it's just beep, 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 beep. That was well done. Nice yeah. bit no, of there's, comedy there's in there. some funniness to this. Little, again, I'm not ragging on this. I thought it was good. I think it could have been a little bit better, but that's just... I well, it is rated TV-14 because of the black and white helped keep that rating. Is that, in that. thing? TV-14? TVMA, TV-14. Yeah. I've never yes. followed any of that. Well, you Maybe will. Kid, yeah. You will. You're going to be like, what are you watching in there? TVMA, Dad. No! <laughs> What is it? Oh, it's just people people are getting shot and dying. That's, That's fine. okay. Is it a nipple? Don't no! watch it. <laughs> What's the new ratings? TV NIP. TV nip. <laughs> TV nip. Get out of here. <laughs> so, as I said, I've said everything. What I thought was interesting, also, <laughs> the, the color change. It puts the movie where it is, and now that they're in color, they can join the rest of the MCU. I thought that was a clever, like, for future appearances. I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, that covers it. I was very happy with it. Does this uh, conversation make you love it more or hate it more or keep you in the same spot? They same are going to be they are going to be spot. Okay, they are going to be putting out uh, one of their assembled episodes on Disney Plus that'll show the making of it. You have to let me know how that goes cuz I've given up on watching those assembled shows except if they're in the actual TV show I'm watching like She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yes. So excellent. All right. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that. It was a short and sweet. Well, I don't know how short. Was it short? It's 30 minutes. Oh, that's real short for us. Yeah. We could waste a lot of more people's times, but we won't. So thank you for listening. I can't believe we're getting another podcast out so fast. That means we'll probably won't have another one out for three to four months. But if we do, it should it should be it should be Black Adam because that is at the theaters <laughs> starting today. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be tricky to get that out. Well, I have, I we are up to... on Andor. Andor is 12 episodes. They've just aired seven we debated about jumping in and doing it at six, but it's just, I don't know. Time. It, it, time unless it. unless there was a huge amount of response either on our Twitter or on Facebook. <laughs> so we're not doing People it say, hey, no, we want to see, you know, you want to hear you guys talk about the first six episodes. We'll probably do it all together, which means it won't be for another five weeks or so. So there's Black Adam, there's this, and there's Black definitely Panther. Black Panther and then Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. So those are all coming up. And maybe a, uh, another one of our millions of patron exclusive ones that you Ooh. should go to patrons. Uh, Jerry's yeah. got a whole list of questions to ask me for Patreon. If I can find them, they're good. They're good questions. <laughs> they're so great. You can't it's, find it's, no, it is. It's, it's name. It's like the top five movies and moments in movies that are crowd pleasers. I thought that was like name the top five crowd pleaser moments that you would go. That's it, and I have like I haven't written down. And you think you you can name two or three? Well, it's, name, and the first like, one is, the greatest, is Captain America taking up the hammer. No, I mean, that's clearly. That's all right, right. Don't right. Save it for the podcast. What? What? Save it for the Patreon <laughs> cast. All right, guys. So thanks so much, and until next time, this has been your host Jerry, and I'm Joel. And it's Igor. Joel is Igor. He's talking about the man thing. <laughs> Master the plans. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>